Hello, this is John Inglet, and today I'm going to talk about the 37 practices of a bodhisattva and read you my book on the 37 practices of a bodhisattva. Uh, this practice is recited daily in monasteries across Tibet, India, the United States, and basically the world. More than recitation in a monastery, meditating on each pointed practice can help you in your daily life. You may not be a Tibetan Buddhist. Um, you may be a Christian, an atheist, a Muslim, a Sikh, a Hindu, neo-pagan, or some other religion. It's okay. I believe that these, this particular text will uh, make benefit you. Uh, I do focus on a Buddhist interpretation of the 37 practices. And if you uh, feel that, that that'll work for you, then you'll gain a lot of understanding from it and take your own viewpoint um, as well. I first uh, saw the 37 practices uh, from Garchen Rinpoche. He's a Tibetan Buddhist Lama. He was imprisoned by the Chinese for decades before being released and allowed to practice and teach in the United States. He currently resides in Arizona. He likes to provide his, this text to all followers, and the reader can download the full text at his website or Latsawa House. And that's where I have the uh, text for today. I try to recite it as much as I can and inspire to live by each practice. Uh, there are teachings by great lamas and scholars on these verses, and I plan to teach upon each one of them briefly to internalize them for myself, but also to give you some insight into Tibetan Buddhist practice. I hope you'll learn something meaningful from this uh, discussion as we move along. Um, once again, I'm, I've only been practicing to, uh, Buddhism for close to 17 years and Tibetan Buddhism since about 2010, so about 11 years. So I'm still merely a beginning bodhisattva, uh, but I have felt the earthquakes of samsara and find these verses as a path to a stable mind. Uh, just quickly, a bodhisattva is a human being, a celestial being, any kind of sentient being who has achieved enlightenment and wishes to liberate all beings before uh, completely surrendering to uh, complete enlightenment. So they put off their enlightenment for other beings. The Dalai Lama is a good example of a bodhisattva. Uh, the 17th Karmapa and all the variations of the Karmapas over the years. Um, a tree could even be a bodhisattva. Uh, things that we don't know or understand are out there in this uh, materialistic and spiritual world uh, may be a bodhisattva, may be able to help us on a deeper level understand ourselves and uh, reduce our uh, negativity and mistaken confusion in this life. So, first I thought I would read the 37 practices at the beginning and then we can move into each one separately. The opening uh, practice, 
or the opening uh, script is kind of an introduction to the practice. And it, this is all written by Gase Tokme Zampo. So he begins, Namo Loke Shivare Ye, which is Avalokiteshvara or Chinrezi in Tibetan. You see that all things are beyond coming and going, yet still you strive solely for the sake of living beings. To you, my precious guru, inseparable from Lord Avalokita, I offer perpetual homage respectfully with body, speech, and mind. The perfect Buddhas, who are the source of all benefit and joy, come into being through the accomplishing the sacred dharma. And since this in turn depends on knowing how to practice, I shall now describe the practices of all the Buddha's heirs. Number one, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to study, reflect, and meditate tirelessly both day and night without ever straying into idleness. In order to free oneself and others from this ocean of samsara, having gained this supreme vessel, a free, well-favored human life so difficult to find. Number two, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to leave behind one's homeland, where our attachment to family and friends overwhelms us like a torrent, while our aversion towards enemies rages inside us like a blazing fire, and delusions darkness obscures what must be adopted and abandoned. Number three, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to take to solitary places, avoiding the unwholesome so that the destructive emotions gradually fade away. And in the absence of distraction, virtuous practice naturally gains strength. Whilst with awareness clearly focused, we gain conviction in the teachings. Number four, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to renounce this life's concerns for friends and relatives long acquainted, must all go their separate ways. Wealth and prized possessions, painstakingly acquired, must all be left behind. In consciousness, the guest who lodges in the body must in time depart. Five, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to avoid destructive friends, in whose company the three poisons of the mind grow stronger and we engage less and less in study, reflection, and meditation, so that love and compassion fade away until they are no more. Six, the practice of all the bodhisattvas is to cherish spiritual friends by regarding them as even more precious than one's own body, since they are the ones who will help to rid us of all our faults and make our virtues grow even greater, just like the waxing moon. 7. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to take refuge in the three jewels, since they will never fail to provide protection for all who call upon them. For whom are the ordinary gods of this world ever capable of helping, as long as they themselves are trapped within samsara's vicious cycle? 8. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is never to commit a harmful act, even though not to do so might put one's very life at risk. For the sage himself has taught how negative actions will ripen into the manifold miseries of the lower realms so difficult to endure. 9. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to strive towards the goal, which is the supreme state of changeless, everlasting liberation. Since all the happiness of the three realms lasts but a moment, 
and then is quickly gone, just like dewdrops on blades of grass. 10. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to arouse bodhicitta, so as to bring freedom to all sentient beings, infinite in number. For how can true happiness ever be found while our mothers, who have cared for us throughout the ages, endure such pain? 11. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to make a genuine exchange of one's own happiness and well-being for all the suffering of others. Since all misery comes from seeking happiness for oneself alone, whilst perfect Buddhahood is born from the wish for others' good. 12. Even if others in the grips of great desire should steal or encourage others to take away all the wealth that I possess, to dedicate to them entirely my body, possessions, and all my merits, in the past, present, and future, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 13. Even if others should seek to cut off my head, though I've done them not the slightest wrong, to take upon myself out of compassion all the harms they have amassed, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 14. Even if others should declare before the world all manner of unpleasant things about me, to speak only of their qualities in return, with a mind that's filled with love, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 15. Even if others should expose my hidden faults or deride me, when spe speaking amidst great gatherings of many people, to conceive of them as spiritual friends, and to bow before them in respect, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. Even if others whom I have cared for like children of my own should turn upon me and treat me as an enemy, to regard them only with special fondness and affection, as a mother would her ailing child, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 17. Even if others equal or inferior to me in status should, out of ignorance, disparage me, to honor them as I would my teacher, by bowing down my head before them, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 18. Even though I may be destitute and despised by all, beset with terrible illness and plagued by evil spirits, still to take upon myself all beings' ills and harmful actions, Without ever losing heart, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 19. Even though I may be famous and revered by all, and as rich as v Vesravana, the god of wealth himself, to see the futility of all the glory and the riches of this world, and to remain without conceit, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to subdue the mind with the forces of loving kindness and compassion. For unless the real adversary, my own anger, is defeated, outer enemies, though I may conquer them, will continue to appear. 21. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to turn away immediately from those things which bring desire and attachment. For the pleasures of the senses are just like salty water. 
The more we taste of them, the more our thirst increases. 22. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is never to entertain concepts which revolve around dualistic notions of perceiver and perceived, and the knowledge that all these appearances are but the mind itself, whilst mind's own nature is forever beyond the limitations of ideas. 23. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to let go of grasping when encountering things one finds pleasant or attractive, considering them to be like rainbows in the summer skies, beautiful in appearance, yet in truth devoid of any substance. The 24. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to recognize delusion whenever one is confronted by adversity or misfortune, for these sufferings are just like the death of a child in a dream, and it's so exhausting to cling to delusory perceptions as real. 25. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to give out of generosity with no hopes of karmic recompense or expectation of reward, for if those who seek awakening must give even their own bodies, what need is there to mention mere outer objects and possessions? 26. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to observe ethical restraint without the slightest intention of continuing in samsaric existence. For lacking discipline, one would never secure even one's own well-being, and so any thought of bringing benefit to others would be absurd. 27. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to cultivate patience, free from any trace of animosity towards anyone at all. Since any potential source of harm is like a priceless treasure to the bodhisattva who is eager to enjoy a wealth of virtue. 28. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to strive with enthusiastic diligence, the source of all good qualities, when working for the sake of all who live, seeing that even Shravakas and Pratika Buddhas, who labor for themselves alone, exert themselves as if urgently trying to extinguish fires upon their heads. 29. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to cultivate concentration, which utterly transcends the four formless absorptions and the knowledge that mental afflictions are overcome entirely through penetrating insights suffused with stable calm. 30. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to cultivate wisdom beyond the three conceptual spheres alongside skillful means, since it is not possible to attain the perfect level of awakening through the other five paramitas alone in wisdom's absence. 31. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to scrutinize oneself continually and to rid oneself of faults whenever they appear. For unless one checks carefully to find one's own confusion, one might appear to be practicing dharma, but act against it. 32. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is never to speak ill of others who have embarked upon the greater vehicle. For if under the influence of destructive emotions, I speak of other bodhisattvas' failings, it is I who am at fault. 33. 
The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to let go of attachment to the households of benefactors and of family and friends, since one's study, reflection, and meditation will all diminish when one quarrels and competes for honors and rewards. 34. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to avoid harsh words, which others might find unpleasant or distasteful, since abusive language upsets the minds of others and thereby undermines the bodhisattva's conduct. 35. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to slay attachment, and the rest minds afflictions at once the very moment they arise taking as weapons the remedies held with mindfulness and vigilance. For once the clashes have become familiar, they'll be harder to avert. 36. In short, no matter what one might be doing, by examining always the status of one's mind, with continuous mindfulness and alertness, to bring about the good of others, this is the practice of all the bodhisattvas. 37. The practice of all the bodhisattvas is to dedicate towards enlightenment all the virtue to be gained through making effort in these ways, with wisdom that is purified entirely of the three conceptual spheres, so as to dispel the sufferings of the infinity of beings. Here is the conclusion. Here I have set down for those who wish to follow the bodhisattva path. 37 practices to be adopted by all the Buddha's heirs, based on what is taught in the sutras, tantras, and treatises, and following the instructions of the great masters of the past. Since my intellect is only feeble, and I have studied but a little, this is not a composition likely to delight the connoisseurs. Yet since I've relied upon the sutras and what the saints have taught, I feel these are indeed the genuine trainings of the Buddha's heirs. Still, the tremendous ways of activity of the bodhisattvas are difficult for simple-minded folk like me to comprehend, and I must therefore beg the indulgence of all the perfect saints for any contradictions, irrelevancies, or other flaws this may contain. Through whatever merit has here been gained, may all beings generate sublime bodhicitta, both relative and absolute, and through this come to equal Lord Avalokiteshvara, transcending the extremes of existence and quiescence. This was composed in Jewel Cave, Rinchenpo, in Nuchu, by the monk Tome, a teacher of scripture and reasoning for his own mind, for his own and others' benefit. Okay, we'll stop there with this uh, reading transmission, and we will continue on the next podcast with going through the 37 practices of a bodhisattva. Thanks for listening.